This is the Mexico Revealed Podcast. Welcome to the Mexico Revealed Podcast. This is oh, our you very... have to say bienvenidos. Okay, bienvenidos to the Mexico Revealed Podcast. <laughs> Episode number one. Oh, number that's one. Two Woo-hoo. fingers. Yeah, sorry, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little excited, you know, but this is episode Ooh. number one. And we are the McDonough family. I am the dad of this family. My name's Scott. I'm the mom. I'm Marianne. We're the dad and the I'm... mom. Oh. And we've got three children. <laughs> I'm the oldest child. Oh. What's your name? <laughs> yeah, I'm the oldest child, child, Melissa. I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caroline. I'm the exact middle child. Yep. Very precise. Right. And I'm Sam. The cool one. You already know. All right. That remains Sam, to be seen. Sam's the one with the most video experience. That's right. Yes, you already know. He's got the headset. Over, yeah. over the course of these pad podcasts, Sam is going to show his cool factor. We're going to really see it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyway, we are a family that uh, is podcasting about Mexico. You may ask one the question, why are we podcasting about Mexico? And the reason is because, one, we love Mexico, right, everybody? Yeah. We love Mexico. Why do we love Mexico? We've spent a lot of time there when we were had our these when these three kids were all kind of young, we packed up the minivan and moved and that's true we packed up the minivan and drove our family down to mexico city and we moved to mexico city and lived there for seven years and our kids Uh, were very small when we went sam was two caroline five and melissa six and first you told me we're moving to mexico i'm like no you're crazy we're not moving to mexico but we did and it was positive (laughs) You weren't the only one that thought we were crazy either, were you? Definitely. Family. It's a real trust the process kind of thing. The, the movers that were packing up our house in the U.S., they were from Mexico. And I just, and I speak Spanish, so I just kind of engaged in a little conversation with them. And finally, they asked me, so where are you moving? Because they're just the packer guys, right? They didn't know it. They're just packing stuff up. So they asked, so where are you moving? And I said, I'm moving to Mexico. And they looked at me kind of with this puzzled look, well, what? You're, you're, you're going the wrong direction. Right. <laughs> but that's what we did. Uh, so we moved down there. Who, who of you kids remembers that move? Do you actually remember that move? I remember. Yeah. Do you, Caroline? I remember when we got there, because it was a long car drive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I usually never get car sick, but like when we, I remember when we got into the city, immediately I felt car sick. So yeah, I vividly remember that part, but the rest of it, I don't. Yeah, like three days of driving, we're an hour out on the outskirts of Mexico City, and then that's when you start to throw up. Like if you could have just held it in one more Of all the times. (laughs) (laughs) One more hour. (laughs) luckily yeah, we right. had a bag we got it in yeah. a bag yeah i've never been car sick since so 
I learned. Oh, wow. And we were in the trusty minivan, which always has some space, right? It has a little extra room. But Sam yeah. was just very small, so you don't remember anything from that, do you, Sam? Nope. Not, do you nothing. even do you even remember watching the Cars movie in the back of the minivan? Uh vaguely I, I remember watching. I mean, I watched it so many times, so I kind of it's kind of like mixed together, I guess. Yeah. That was we watched that over and over in that car, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So did didn't you you knew the movie by heart just by listening it before you actually saw it, right? Yeah, because we had yeah. the sound playing in the car, right? So, yeah, you've never actually seen the movie, so you just I heard hadn't. it. Yeah, and then you like memorize the words. Twenty times of hearing that movie over and over again. That in the backyard again. Yeah, because it was it's on the screen. Because it was a screen in the back of the <laughs> car, right, or from the ceiling, you know. So I couldn't see it, but I. So yeah, I heard it over and over and over, but I never actually saw the video. Yeah, the backyardigans, we kind of interspersed it with backyardigans, right? So, two great right, shows. What are we, we going to talk about here? All right. So, anyway, well, over the course of this podcast, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into more of those stories. But uh, for our first one, and this kind of ties into the move, because another thing when we were moving to Mexico, what were all our, our friends telling us, Marianne? The ones that okay. liked it, liked the idea. I said, oh, that's great. Well, I just remember them saying, how long are you going to be gone for? How long are you going to live there? And we had no idea. I mean, like yeah. two months, two years, and then it turned into seven years. So That's true. We didn't really know how long we were going to be there because <laughs> I was starting a business and we didn't know what was going to happen with that. But the other thing I remember them saying was, uh, oh, you're going to be in the sunshine and the uh, beaches and the warm sun. And everybody's talking about how we're going to be living in the warm sun in Mexico. But what they didn't know is that we we're moving to Mexico City, which is about 8,000 feet up in altitude. And it's not exactly super warm, right? I remember the lady at, at these kids at school. She said, in Mexico, you have to dress like a tamale, layer upon layer upon layer. So you can take it off, take it off, take it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wrapped up in different corn husks, right? Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we were not moving to the warm, sunny part of Mexico, although it does get sunny there, but it's yeah, it can be a little cool and sometimes downright cold, especially when you have no heater, which nobody does in Mexico City. But that's another topic. So so anyway, but people associate Mexico, especially Americans associate Mexico with sun and warmth and the beach, right? So yeah. we thought for our first podcast, we would talk about beaches because we loved going to the beach. When we, we lived in Mexico for seven years, and throughout that time, we went, traveled all over Mexico, right? I mean, we went to... We drove beaches. in that minivan all over Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until we traded in for the Mazda, right? But we had, which also had TV screens in the back. So that was always a key component. But, uh, but we drove all over. We flew places. We drove places to the beach, to colonial towns, uh, to the border and back so we went all over the place but we definitely loved going to the beach in mexico it's definitely a wonderful thing about the country something we really enjoyed so we thought for our first podcast there's five of us on the podcast right so we're going to list 
five great beaches in Mexico. All right. Come on, girls, put up your hands. Five. This is so cringy. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Gotta have a little cringe, right? Anyway, <laughs> five, because there's five of us, five great beaches. And so each one of us is going to list a, or discuss, mention, a great beach in Mexico that, uh, that we really like that we visited. So we're thinking we would maybe go in re reverse chronological order in terms of age on here. So Sam, why don't you start us off? Tell us great beach number one. Yeah, the beach I chose was the Iberostar Paraíso Maya beach. Uh, it's between Cancun and Playa del Carmen, which you'll hear about in a minute. But anyways, I love this beach. It's a beautiful beach. But the biggest thing for me was the ice cream. Up until this point, I, I hated ice cream. I did not like ice cream. But when I got there and I tried the soft serve ice cream, that stuff was really good. Really I'm still good. trying to figure out how, how I have a son that hates ice cream. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't hate it. I just don't necessarily <laughs> like it. Sam's kind of like an extremist. He likes M&Ms and then he switches Reese's peanut butter cups. So during that trip, it was ice cream. It was ice cream. And I think that another thing that tells you a little bit something about Sam is he happened to pick a beach that's at a all-inclusive resort. <laughs> that is so, yeah, that's why you get unlimited ice cream. So, I love so, boogie boarding, so. It's yeah, the, that's right. They can so get a boogie those. board, then that's crazy. And, and right. the beaches, the the waves are pretty nice as well, so it's good for boogie boarding. And it's that white sand, so it's really smooth and fine. Yeah, I think you, I think you, your cousin buried you, didn't they, Sam? Probably, like it's a tradition. <laughs> I think just up to your I eyes. Helped Sam. Your I helped bury Sam. Yeah, I think you does bury me all the time. Covered. Yeah, and another cool thing about the beach is when you walk down to the beach from the resort, you go on like this wooden bridge through like the jungle and in the trees, you can look around and you'll see these monkeys just climbing around. And it's also, it's really immersive. And cool. Immersive. It is. Nice. You're like in a jungle yeah. going down to the beach. There's nothing, there, there's nothing that, about all inclusive that says, or what was I going to say? All-inclusive and immersive, right? That's kind of the, uh, the uh, interesting dichotomy there, right? It's cool, though. All-inclusive. Yeah. It's, it's smart. Yeah, that's true. They create that environment, right? I think all of those beaches along the, that whole area of the coast called the Riviera Maya, right? Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Tulum. It's on the Caribbean. It's called the Riviera Maya. And, and those beaches all along that coast are known for just being great white sand, right? Just that fine white sand that's, uh, that's really nice. And uh, that certainly was the case at the Abero Star. But I think all those perks of the, of the all-inclusive uh, kind of appeal. Well, they appeal to me too, right? The little, you can rent the little bed thing to, to have your own place to <laughs> relax. Well, they also have that show. Remember, went to the show and it was kind of like a Cirque du Soleil type thing. Yeah, yeah. You guys remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. fun. Yeah, there's all that sort of stuff. But that that's, uh, well, we'll have another topic just talking about all-inclusives and things like that. But that, that definitely is a great beach, Sam. So very good. So number one, Mexico Beach. All right. Solid. 
Let's Colin. go to you, Caroline. So tell us about hey. Great Mexico Beach number two. I don't mean to ride the bandwagon or anything, but my favorite also happens to be on the Riviera Maya. Uh, it's Playa del Carmen. So no. it's this, yeah, it's the same kind of beach as um, the one that Sam was talking about with the white sand and the nice water and waves. Um, but when we went to Playa del Carmen, we stayed in a condo instead of a all-inclusive resort. Um, and Which is so awesome. Because yeah. then you can just get up when you want. We look right at the ocean. I don't mean to interrupt you. Keep going. I'll tell you my thoughts. No, you're good. Keep talking about it. Well, I have something to add. <laughs> I, every time I go to a beach, I'm always like very active. Like I always build sand castles, go out in the water. But at Playa del Carmen, it, it's really calming. And that's like the first time I actually like relaxed on the beach <laughs> and just chilled and read a book. It, it yeah. was very calming. You're growing up. <laughs> that's right, Sam. And I liked it because of the shells that would come up on the beach and some of the driftwood. It was really pretty. Mm-hmm. And you could walk my through quite a ways. My favorite part about that beach was... Um, I like swimming in the ocean, so that beach had zero rocks in the ocean or coral, so you could just walk into it and not not be afraid of stepping on something and hurting your foot, so that was really nice about that. You could walk quite a ways out, couldn't you? Yeah, you could go pretty far. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not a big swimmer. I'm a put my toe in and stare at the ocean and hear the ocean type of gal. But it seemed like you yeah. could walk pretty far out. Yeah, the rest yeah. of us are the kind of people who will probably be the farthest ones out in the ocean <laughs> and everyone will look at us like we're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. Sometimes I wonder why dad hasn't drowned yet because he goes so far out there. <laughs> Makes me nervous. Even when it's cloudy or things like that, we'll still go out there, won't we? So... So yeah, that was definitely good. Uh, I think that was nice too. Plus there we were staying right at the ocean, right? So you could overlook, we we had a balcony in our condo that was just right there overlooking the beach, which was nice. So you had the view and everything. Uh, Didn't have all the amenities of an all-inclusive, but we had, you know, some things like a kitchen so you could go shopping and just eat and just whenever you felt like it in the place and stuff like that. Well, so that plus we were close to that downtown of Playa del Carmen. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. were able to go to some really good restaurants there. So we don't have to use the kitchen because we know true. who has to do the kitchen. I like the <laughs> restaurant idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We were very close to the, that, that, that place, that beach was close to the town of Playa del Carmen. Right. So yeah. So we were a little bit on the outskirts. So we, we weren't quite within walking distance of the main tourist zone, which is the Quinta Avenida in Playa del Carmen. But we had a car so we could just drive over and park. But uh, we had very easy access you now to the Quinta Avenida and all the stuff going on there. And explore. We went to that resort. Yeah. Yeah, Day resort, yeah. I guess you call it. Explore. The zip lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, if you go to Riviera Maya and it's your first time, you should definitely go to Explore. Right. They should pay us for that plug. They <laughs> should pay us. <laughs> <laughs> but that it's true. Fun. It is yeah. amazing. The zip lines are like nothing you've ever seen before. And, yeah, and the are. amphibious vehicles. You get to like drive Four around wheel. your own ATV on this little track. <laughs> Yeah, and you go through caves too, like these these little caves you go through. Did I mention? You do get wet though. You do get wet, so that's true. Mindful of that. That's true. Did I mention that Caroline likes to drive fast? Yeah, (laughs) because I was her passenger, and she's like a whole new side to Caroline. She was maniac. Hey, listen, listen. I I drive fast, but I also drive very carefully. So I think that I'm like a top tier driver. Top one percent. Everywhere. Yeah. Mud all over. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you where you need to go, but it will be safely. Okay. (laughs) There we go. All right. Well, that is definitely a great beach, uh, Playa del Carmen. So thanks, Caroline. Let's move to Great Beach number three. How about so, Melissa? You want to give us Great Beach number three? Yeah. So the third Great Beach is. We're staying in the Riviera Maya area, but we're going a little bit more. It's becoming south. a theme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's called Acumal, and it's past Playa del Carmen before Tulum. And the best part about Acumal is we also stayed in a condo there, and you could just walk right out onto the beach. And Acumal, that's what we like to do. Is yeah. Find- condo that looks Beach right in- yeah yeah but Akumal is known for their turtles the turtles like to nest um on Akumal. so if you go in the summer season which is uh turtle season you can if you're lucky you can see some turtles hatch or see a mother turtle lay her eggs there were turtles everywhere, weren't there, when we were there? Yeah. And, and be we, careful not we to have step on the turtles. That, don't we have video? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, we when should... the turtles hatch, it's like it's like hundreds. Like, legitimately, there's so many turtles mm-hmm. that just pop up out of the sand. And then it's like a race to the ocean. So, the, like, the turtles automatically, I don't know what kind of biology or whatever this is, but they automatically know to go to the ocean and it's like a race and I, I would always pick one turtle and just follow it along and it's really fun yeah we could do like a, i don't know if we could do this but like insert video now yeah uh, or link, it. link the video yeah, or, or put it on the website or some of that yeah we'll look at that we'll try yeah. we'll see if we can't provide uh, some video of these turtles for our audience yeah, yeah unless you're just listening to this and well oh, that's yeah. too bad I forgot this is a podcast. <laughs> then you'll have to visit mexicoreveal.com right where you get the <laughs> extra content. plug it in oh, plug yeah. it in yeah. plug it in that's that's right. plug. bonus <laughs> content <laughs> But that was, again, Akumal was the beautiful white sand beach, right? And we, we stayed in a place that was, I think they call it Half Moon Bay. So, so when you go, there's, if you go to Akumal, there's tons of those tourist buses that show up to the one beach kind of by the little town. Remember that? There's yeah, like the beach over there. Yes, for the snorkeling. The snorkeling, yeah. So there's all these tours that go to do the Akumal snorkeling with the turtles thing, which is right by the little town. And that's because you're going towards the ocean. It's to the right. 
And, and I think you could probably see turtle, you know, like grown sea turtles there throughout the year, I believe, because there's like grass that grows in the ocean floor there that the turtles like to eat. So, so they take the tours there, but we stayed to the left, which is in the bay, which is a separate little area. And over there, because we were there, I think the turtle season is June, July, something like that, because we were there during the turtle season, we were able to see all those turtle nests and the hatching. And we even saw some mother turtles laying their eggs, right? Yeah. And remember when we were there, well, we drove through there this last December, they put up a gate. So if you rent a condo in that area, you get to go through the gate and then it's not so crowded with all the tourists that are at the other end. If you rent a condo or if you travel with us and we can yeah. know how to talk to the guard guy and let us go through, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. That's your talent. You have a talent for that. Or uh, for talking people into doing things. Getting past the <laughs> checkpoint. Getting past, getting past security checkpoints. All right. We, won't, we, we don't want to talk about that too much, but uh, that's for our Chiapas podcast right oh yeah yeah (laughs) that's gonna be a good one stay tuned for that (laughs) podcast yeah but that was uh that was the mother turtles i think maybe even more impressive than the baby turtles hatching right when watching them lay their eggs took a lot longer that was one of the neat things about staying right on the beach is you know, at the moment's notice, ah, the turtles are coming or, oh, there's a mother on the beach. doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's, you know, six in the morning or nine at night, 10 at night, we were available to run on out. To yeah. Go see them. yeah, that was fun. And that was going on the whole time we were there. So, so yeah, if you like baby turtles, that's definitely a great beach to stay in, in the summertime, right? Because I think outside of those two months, you don't have the baby turtles hatching, but yeah. that was a lot of fun. So great beach, Melissa. Let's move on to uh, great Mexico beach number four, Marianne. Okay, number four. We're going to move from the Gulf side, not the Gulf, the Riviera the Maya. The Riviera Maya the Atlantic side, side, the Atlantic side over yeah. to the Pacific. And we're going to talk about Puerto Vallarta. And when we went there, we stayed at the Riviera Maya. Is that right? No, that was the Mayan Palace. Oh, Mayan Palace. I'm getting, Mayan all, Palace. My, I'm getting yeah. all my Mayans and <laughs> yeah. all my words mixed up. Okay. Which the is Mayan kind of ironic Palace. because that part of Mexico is not really Maya territory, but you know, hey, it works. Right. And it was huge. It was a huge complex. But one of the main features is of that beach is it was a very big long beach not the white sand that you get in the Cancun area but very long and also they have some neat things like they built a a Mayan pyramid a pretend Mayan pyramid and turned it into waterfalls on three sides one slide is a water slide so the kids love that There's a water slide and there's like a wave pool, right? Wasn't there like a wave pool? Oh, yeah, wave pool. And a lazy river. Right, lazy river. Lazy river. You can get like your 
your inner tube thing or something like that. It was seems- cold though. The water, it was it was pretty cold in the lazy river. I, I didn't like getting wet. Well, I don't think they heated it. I think it was just whatever the temperature outside was. So, and we were there December, I think, or was it springtime? That's a good question. It was either the Christmas break or it was the Semana Santa, one of those Maybe the Semana Santa. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that was fun. You get a little bit more on the Pacific side. You get a little bit more wave action, I think. You get a little bit. The the beaches are not so white and, and, uh, you know, the fine sand. It's a little bit more Mm. of the brown, a little bit more coarse sand but uh, uh a little bit more waves a little bit more adventurous maybe you get, you more get the sun- beach sun oh yeah wow. oh go you go ahead <laughs> yeah. so, well we're gonna go say the go. same thing you get the sunset but the nice thing is that it's on the pacific side so you get to beach sunset so yeah over the ocean right yeah or yeah over the ocean one yeah. thing I kind of like about the Pacific side also are the hills and mountains. The Riviera Maya is very flat, right? And so on the Pacific side, you get a little bit more contour. You get some of the mountains and things like that, which is kind of scenic and kind of fun. Yeah, so, so they build their homes up the mountainside a little bit. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the town is a cute little town with this church that has a crown on the top of it. That's right. And then it- the mountain behind it. It's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That was fun. All right. So that's four beaches. So we're down to the last one, beach number five, and I'll, I'll go ahead and do that one. Number five, <laughs> drum roll. Uh, and for my <laughs> beach, we're going to stay on the Pacific side and we're going to go down the coast though, down from Puerto Vallarta past Manzanillo, past Ixtapes, Iwatanejo, past Acapulco, even past Puerto Escondido, down to Huatulco, the Huatulco area, which that was a fun trip too, don't you think? You guys remember that trip? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one we stayed in like that house, right? Yeah, we did. We stayed in like an Airbnb or VRBO type house which was kind of near the town. I'm trying to remember the name of that town. I think I may have written it down. La Crucecita, which is the, there's the Huatulco airport. And then there's this kind of coastal town, La Crucecita, which, and we stay, there's a marina there. And we stayed in a house that we rented on one of those, probably VRBO or something. It was more that, like, it's like a guest house though, because there was another family on the same property in the main house, remember? Right. It was like a little complex, so wasn't it? We had, we shared the pool and we <laughs> hoped they wouldn't make too much noise. And- That's right. And we had the, the maid person that made that really good salsa for us. Do you remember that? Yeah. She'd like make a few things and she made that really good fresh salsa. That was really good. Yeah. But anyway, the beach, so the beach isn't right. So we weren't, we weren't staying on the beach there. We just had a rental car and kind of explored around. But there was a beach near there that I really enjoyed. It's called La Bocana. And that's with a B as in boy. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's kind of tucked away, I guess. To get there, you have to drive along the coast past. There's a little hotel zone. So Huatulco is a lot less developed than Riviera Maya or 
Puerto Vallarta or a lot of these places, but there are, there is kind of a little re resort area where there was like a dreams and the secrets and a, um, a few of those hotels. So you have to, from La Crucecita, you drive past those hotels and you get to a little turnoff and you go down and there's just this little uh, beach there called La Bocana. And uh, the thing I liked about that was that, again, it wasn't, it's not the nice fine sand like the Riviera Maya, but it had a little, you know, it doesn't drop off very much when you go into the water. So there's plenty of uh, shallow area that you can kind of walk out. And then it created some little waves and there's a little surf shop right there. So I think we rented a surfboard and a boogie board so we could do some uh, you know, activities in the water. And uh, there was some ladies that came around and did that Mayan mud treatment. Do you remember that, Marianne? Yeah, Mayan cleansing or? Yeah, you like lay there on the beach and they put mud all over your body. <laughs> so uh, that was fun. And it's a you small need a beach. Car. You, you gotta a have a car to get there. Yeah. Unless you want to go on some crazy bus ride that who knows where that would go. Or maybe so. a taxi, a long, kind of a long taxi ride, maybe. Maybe but, a uh, taxi. But yeah, it's not, uh, there's no, there's no resort on the beach. There's some, some little businesses, there's some little houses that maybe you could rent one of those houses, but, but there's no resort there on the beach. So it's just kind of one of those local beaches, but uh uh, it was a lot of fun. It kind of reminded me of some of the beaches you'd go to in California as a kid, where you where you have some waves, you have uh, a beach that doesn't drop off very quickly, so it makes it easier to kind of go out into the beach or out into the ocean and swim. Uh, there's a little surf shop where you can rent a surfboard and uh, boogie boards. I think we may have some video of some of you kids uh, surfing and boogie boarding there. Yeah, I went surfing. I can't surf for my life, but I'm a professional boogie boarder. All right. Bro. Yeah. I think, I think uh, dad just yeah. goes no surfboard, no boogie board, straight body surfing. Yeah, body board. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm long. I have a long body, right? So I yeah, can but just... then your whole chest is pure red. <laughs> I, I can body surf now. Like at Playa del Carmen, I, I was able to body surf. Me too, Sam. You and I, we were doing pretty good. Yeah, that's not my style. Not which, my style. Which do you prefer? Do you like the boogie board or just swim? I like um, the activity that involves sitting on the chair. Um, and my favorite exercise <laughs> with the book is out. reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that is a great beach activity, sitting on the chair with a book, right? In the sun. Mm -hmm. So I like that too. And at that beach you're talking about, Scott, I think we just put our towels on the sand because they didn't really have a lot of chairs. Yeah. And I remember we were all in the ocean and we come back and there's a oh. dog. Remember that? The dog? Oh, Some yeah. dog sitting on our beach towel and didn't want to get off. <laughs> so we had to share okay. with Okay. So the beach, <laughs> my, my beach maybe is a little bit more out of the way. <laughs> maybe a little bit more adventurous. Mm -hmm. But fun, nevertheless, right? Yes, maybe maybe that's what I fun. maybe that's what I liked about it was that it's a little bit more rugged and 
uh, out of the way, I guess, a little bit. But there was more, a good little, there was a good little restaurant though too. Yeah, more adventurous. Yeah. The little restaurant though, again, was more kind of like a local restaurant. It wasn't like a resort type of place again. So you're just kind of getting local food. So that was fun, but. Really good ceviche and mm -hmm. fish. Yeah. Definitely want to get the fish when you're at the beach. So, so that was fun and uh, definitely a place I'd like to return to. But anyway, so that's our five great beaches in Mexico. I think there's kind of a nice little variety there. That's right. Five. <laughs> and uh, all beaches that I'd love to go back to. Some of those we've been back to before. There's a lot of other beaches we've been to that are definitely worth considering. But if you're going to go to Mexico, uh, the beach is definitely one of the top reasons to go, right? So, yeah. so anyway, that's our tip for today. And uh, if you are listening to us, be sure to visit our website, MexicoRevealed.com, where maybe we'll post some bonus content <laughs> if we can actually Honorable get the website. Yeah, honorable mentions. Videos. There you go, Caroline. That's a good idea. Maybe we'll include a few honorable mention beaches. We could do some pictures and video of the beach with the kids riding the banana boat or the yeah oh, the tantrum on the beach boat. because yeah. they couldn't ride the banana boat. That's right. <laughs> that was a beach. Uh, <laughs> That uh, we didn't even talk about that with some of those beach activities, like the the guys that come around with the toys, right? The the boats and the the parasailing or the banana boat or the sea dudes, you know, like the wave runners or whatever that sort of stuff. So there's definitely beaches where you can find that sort of thing. So lots of stuff to do, lots of fun at the beaches in Mexico. So anyway, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Marianne, Thank you. Melissa, Caroline, Sam. Thanks for joining uh, me. Hopefully that was interesting for you and uh, look forward, go to our website and maybe sign up for our mail list and we'll let you know when our next podcast comes out. So thanks again for tuning in. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.